Whether you think you are a decluttering master or you really need some help in this area, I have got a word for you today. Clutter can negatively affect us in so many ways in our lives, especially as women. And I want to show you a few ways of thinking about it that might be aha moments for you. I know they were for me. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck Podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Let's go back to December of 2022. Let me paint a picture for you. There are decorations everywhere. The tree is still up. There's a train that goes around the tree that makes a noise. There are new toys, new clothes, stuff that still needs to be like washed and the tags taken off. We're still baking. There's messes. There's movies on constantly. Everyone's home from school. Everything feels like a lot. I am I was so overstimulated. I know some of you can like envision that in your own house. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The overstimulation was real and it was taking a major toll on me at that time. It started to just weigh heavy. I felt like I couldn't go a day without either snapping at my kids about something silly, a totally unnecessary, or crying, (laughs) crying about something. I was feeling emotionally fragile. And like I was just at, you know, kind of 95 out of 100, just when the day started. And my fuse was just getting shorter by the day. And so like the smallest things would just make me feel like I was going to implode. And I'm a life coach. I know. I'm self-aware. I knew something was off. And just feeling like my life was out of control. So I took a beat. And said, okay, I'm going to be my own coach here. I'm going to be self-aware what's going on. As we headed into the new year, I knew it had to start with decluttering. I always recommend that for my own clients because our physical space is usually the easiest place to start. It's so visual all the time. It's there all the time. It's very simple and easy to tackle. And once you start doing that, you immediately feel some momentum. Your head gets clear you start to move forward. So I I knew that's where I was going to start. And I've always been pretty good about this. I've always been more of a minimalist. Like I said in an earlier episode, my husband made fun of me for getting rid of stuff because <laughs> I've always sort of been like that. But I knew there had to be kind of some blind spots in how I was dealing with it. So what I uncovered in this process and what God showed me was just so much more impactful than I thought it was going to be. And so I want to just unpack this for you guys, because I think some of you might be in the same boat. So let's look at what God says about it. First Corinthians 14, 33, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Paul is talking about corporate worship here and how that should flow. But this concept holds true in every area of life. God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And our physical surroundings 
affect our peace. They affect us mentally and spiritually as well as physically. It's all related and it's been proven by science to affect women more than men. So I was learning this and realizing how much I was feeling it in my body, in my emotions, in my thinking, in my ability to be be patient with my kids. Even just like if you want to sit down and pray, if you're in the middle of clutter, you just, it's hard to concentrate. It makes it harder. And for me, I was, I was more sensitive. I think I'm probably more sensitive than most, but we all need to know our levels. I'll talk about that later. Ecclesiastes 4.6. This is one of my absolute favorites. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. More is not better. Less is more. Less is more. Oh my goodness, less is more. So the areas, as I started to unpack this and do this process in my own life, there were two big areas where I was really just missing it. I was thinking totally wrong. Number one was letting the clutter go in the name of being a chill mom. I thought, oh, I know I'm an Enneagram one. I know I'm a perfectionist, but I mean, I'm going to be totally chill about this. Like, it's totally fine. I'm totally cool with toys everywhere. I'm totally cool with clothes everywhere and shoes everywhere. And oh, you want more decorations? Okay. You want, you know, just, I was, I was trying to just be like, YOLO, kids are having fun. I'm all in for this. And I was not, I was not all in for it. We're not talking about like keeping the house clean. We're just talking about keeping it peaceful. And I thought I could just let it go. But the truth was I couldn't handle it. I was totally overstimulated and it was hurting me. I'm the mom who kind of has to like mute the TV sometimes my husband loves having the background noise. I'm the opposite. I'm like, please, can we just mute it? Can we just have some silence for a minute? Too much noise makes me crazy. Too many screens make me crazy. I know this about myself. So I was not honoring my own limits. I have limits. You have limits. Your kids have limits. And you need to kind of be aware of that and honor that. And especially for your kids, because they don't really know their own limits, right? Even teenagers, like we have to set limits. We're the ones in charge. So your kids may seem to love all the stuff. But once I started to clear out the clutter, I noticed a huge difference in my middle daughter who sometimes struggles with anxiety. When we cleared her room out totally, she loved it. She, Because at first she was like, oh, I don't want to get rid of this or that. <clears throat> and there's ways to do that. I'm going to do an episode next week on how to do this. But she recognizes now that she feels better when her room is clean and clear and easy to like find what she needs and what she wants and that she can prioritize her things of what's worth keeping, what's not, where do I want to keep these things? So kind of like any type of self-care, this is no different. It's kind to yourself to keep your house under control. And again, I'm not talking spotless. I'm not talking everything is perfectly clean. I just mean peaceful. Having a peaceful home is self-care for you and it's modeling to your kids that peace is more valuable than stuff. And that is a fantastic thing to teach your kids. So that was number one. Number two was leaving things out in the name of practicality. It seemed faster and easier to leave things out. I'm talking like my blender and protein powder, the air fryer that I use on a daily basis, uh, the frying pan on the stove that I use for the eggs every morning. I would just wipe it out and put it back. I mean, I'm going to use it the next day. Why not just have it where it's going to be used, right? I was making that its home. The toaster oven, 
all of these things, even dishes that were clean, like things that I had hand washed that were clean, I would let them air dry, but like for hours, like all day. (laughs) And then I'd put them away. I don't know that night, maybe the next morning, like I wasn't being diligent about when I was putting them away. So that was more physical clutter. So I decided, what would it feel like to just have every counter, like 95, 98% clear counters in my kitchen? What would that even feel like? So I decided to find a home for everything. I found a home for my air fryer and my toaster. I wasn't even using the toaster that often. I can't even tell you why I had that one out because maybe we used it like every two weeks. That's how infrequently we used the toaster and it was just sitting there. So I found a home for everything. We have plenty of cabinet space. You have plenty of cabinet space. You really do if you're keeping things that are high priority. I'm going to talk about this more next week because when you go to find a home, guess what? There's probably stuff in your cabinets, right? So it might be hard to find a home. That's where you have to prioritize and figure out inventory. So we're going to totally tackle that next week. But finding a home for everything, when I did that, the effect was so much bigger than I thought it would be. My kitchen felt totally different. Uh, it felt totally serene. The items that were causing visual clutter were giving me a message that like, nothing's ever done here. You have more work to do. You have something else to clean. You have something else to put away. When are you going to cook again? It was just like your, your things are actually talking to you. This is true in your closet too. Like if you're keeping some items because you're like, well, maybe I'll fit in that someday. Well, every time you look at it, it's telling you, you got to lose some weight. Like it's literally reminding you of that over and over and over again. So it can make you literally feel tired (laughs) when you shouldn't be. Not only that, so where the blender and the protein powder were, I, since those are now away, I had room to put a beautiful framed photo of my husband and my son from the beach from years ago that I love. And this really pretty piece of art that my daughter came home with. And so I have it up nicely now, like not just stuck up on the fridge, it's in the place of honor and it looks so pretty. And so now instead of I've got my coffee pot and I moved up all the stuff too from the coffee. So I had like sugar and like, oh, tea bags, different things. I had this cute little kind of setup near the coffee pot, but I'm like, I don't have to have that out. I moved that up too. So it's so clear. I've got a coffee pot. I've got a framed piece, a framed photo and a piece of art. And it's like, it's like a happy place. And that before was just a giant blender and protein powder, nothing joyful, nothing peaceful. (laughs) It is, it was such a different feeling. I can't tell y'all, like, I really feel strongly about this. It was amazing. So if you're like, I'm not sure, not sure, am I in this place? Here's some questions to ask yourself this week. When you go to clean your house, or if you have a housekeeper, is it a huge job to like get ready to clean? Do you kind of have to do two steps of like, well, first we got to declutter. That might take me half a day. And then I can clean my house. (laughs) I usually like back in our old house, we moved a couple of years ago. And in our old house, we had a housekeeper. And I would literally go from room to room ahead of her. I would be like one step ahead of her because I would have to declutter. I'd have to declutter the whole living room and be like, okay, start over here. I'm going to run to this other area. And I would declutter over there and try to find homes for everything really fast. It was so stressful. It was kind of awful. You start to question like, what is wrong with this? Is this really have to be this hard? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. That's a big indicator that you want to listen to next week's episode about inventory. Another question, does your home feel peaceful? Does it feel like a haven? Is it easy to relax? 
if you can't, if your if your house feels like more stressful than work or more stressful than being out and about, you've got a problem. Like your house, it's totally capable. You can totally keep your house feeling peaceful and relaxed. Again, not perfect, especially if you have kids, more than one kid, toddlers. I still got a four-year-old. It's not perfect, but it can still be peaceful. Do you have mostly clear countertops in your kitchen? The only things I've left out are now my coffee maker and a beautiful giant bowl for fresh produce. Keep my bananas and apples and lemons and stuff in there. You should almost, I know this is going to sound crazy to some of y'all, but you can almost keep your house in like stage ready. Like as if somebody was going to come, you were trying to sell your house. Like, you know how awesome, if you've ever sold your house, you know how amazing that feels. When you do that to your house, you're like, wow, why wasn't I living in that house the whole time? And yes, things are not going to be that perfect, but it can be much closer to that than you think. I promise you. So if this is you and you have some work to do, I want you to come back next week and listen because I am going to break down the easy way to tackle clutter. It does not have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be scary. You don't even have to commit a thousand percent to what you're getting rid of. I'm going to show you the easy way to tackle clutter next week. So come back. See you then. Was this episode helpful? If it was, I would love it if you would text it to a friend and pause right now and take a few seconds to leave me a review. Every review means so much to me and it helps other women find my content. So thank you.